well, I don't know where this thing is turning. Deshaun Watson goes into his trial, uh, and three days later, we don't know any more than we knew going into it. Coming up on the Locked On Browns podcast, we'll break down the Deshaun Watson trial. We'll also talk about four people that we are both interested in seeing. Jam-packed show. We'll do it all next on the Locked On Browns podcast. You are Locked On Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB, the Lockdown Browns podcast brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day, your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Your host at GBush91, Mr. Garrett Bush, part of 92.3 The Fan, Barbershop Saturday mornings, the ultimate Cleveland sports show, Monday through Friday, 11 to 1, of course, on YouTube. Appreciate everybody who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen day in, day out. Of course, whether it's your favorite podcast platform, make sure you're following, subscribe, five-star ratings, written reviews for the show. And, of course, now on YouTube, closing in on over 1,200 subscribers. Appreciate everybody making the jump over there. Uh, you know, as we uh, go the video route now as well, just trying to keep you guys you know up to date and give you guys the best Cleveland Browns content we possibly can. Um the Deshaun hearing, uh, Deshaun Watson hearings have concluded. Uh, we're going to get to that here. Uh, seeing as it is Fourth of July weekend, we decided to uh, mix things up here. We'll have one more episode of what we learned about the Browns this all season, but we're going to slip in here. Basically, the Fourth uh, of July four pack. Uh, Garrett's going to give you his four Cleveland Browns. He's most anticipating for this season. I in turn will give you mine. Um, but with the hearings yesterday. Um, and I don't know if the NFL has been able to, you know, judging by you know what you hear from Pro Football Talk, I don't know if the NFL has been able to prove as much as they essentially were hoping they would prove um, the decision when it will come. We will all know soon enough. But I think for everybody, and at least, of course, from just what we're hearing yesterday, I think these talks of an entire season-long suspension – for Deshaun Watson, it just doesn't look, based on the information given at the hand currently, that this is something that's going to happen. I think we're talking probably more in the six to eight game range, and the Browns should get their quarterback, you know, in flux probably sooner than most people anticipated. Yeah, um, you know, for me, one of the things that that we got to kind of got to talk about a little bit is this, and um, I said this when I was doing a blog the other day. See, the NFL has a, a, a bit of a problem, um, and, and this is this is you know called consistency, right? And so, I, you know, I, I don't think a lot of people would have had any problems if prior to this altercation, these altercation or allegations coming out against Deshaun Watson, the league was very hard, the league was very firm, the league was very consistent on the policies and, and the conduct of the owners. If you give Daniel Snyder something, if you gave Robert Kraft a suspension or a fine or took some draft picks or just basically did anything, if you were able to do that, I don't think anybody in Cleveland, Deshaun Watson or his attorneys have any any room to stand, any land to stand on because we would already know, hey, you saw what Robert Kraft did. He's an owner. 
if they if they penalized him, what do you think they're gonna do to you? So the rules would have already been set. It was in stone, and you already know what you're getting, Deshaun Watson. If you if you delve into any of these actions, such as what you know any of these owners are doing, but they didn't. They didn't keep it consistent. So you you now have a situation where you're trying to give an unprecedented didn't uh you know uh, unprecedented punishment, and you don't even really if you listen to the comments. They don't even really have him doing anything violent, physically making somebody do something, no coercion, none of that. So they want to give an indefinite suspension based on what? They couldn't even present the facts to say, this is what this person is saying, this is what this person is saying, and he, he physically did this to that person. But that, that's where we're at now at this point. And I think a lot of times, and, and this, is, this is all, it's just a, a, a cautionary tale, keep it consistent. If you keep it consistent, you know, hey, you 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 got you got kids, Jeff. You know, you know when you tell one of your daughters, hey, this is the this is the standard, right? And and, and she gets on punishment or, or may get in trouble for doing something. The the other daughter has to look at it and say, well, I already know what the what the guidelines. Dad dad told us what the guidelines are, and, and I've already seen one of my siblings take that that punishment. So I already know going into it if I get into that territory. I already know what to expect. And so, you know, I just think right now that it's looking more where people have it at four to six games, somewhere in that. And here's the thing, too, and I'll throw this to you. That's even if the Players Association don't want to just continue to say, I'm going to fight fire with fire. They might not even stick at the eight-game suspension. They might say, no, if you didn't give those guys anything, we want nothing to. And look, this is where it comes down to it. Um, You know, if the, the league is going to basically pick and choose what they are going to punish that leaves in obviously an open end. And like you said, if you know there is no punishment for anything, then you end up, you know, in circumstances like this, where you have a situation where the NFL looks like they weren't able to prove nearly what they thought they were going to prove um, as far as Deshaun Watson. And again, look, this isn't a question here. And look, we're, we're hopefully finally getting to the end of this. Garrett wasn't in those rooms. I wasn't in those rooms. None of us were in those rooms. So as to truly what went on, nobody, nobody truly knows. Um, and as far as you know, stances here, we're basically taking you through the way we view this going through a hearing process. Um, it is, you know, it is not exactly court, but it is similar to court. You know, there has to be proof of things to, you know, warrant punishment, things of that nature. I know a lot of people. Oh well, you know, you know, he had you know written checks to settle. A lot of people have written settlement checks for things that they don't feel that they were truly guilty of. Um, a lot of times it's just easier to make the situation go away. A lot of times if he had gone through the full process of trying to clear his name, probably would have ended up paying just as much, if not more, just to clear his name. So a lot of this goes into it. Um, you know, nobody wants to you know, really, I, I'll be honest, I, I don't think anybody at this point wants to talk about this. Um, you want to talk about the abilities of what this quarterback can do for this team, what this quarterback can do for this offense. Um, hopefully the heights he can take this team. Um, you know, we know what the Cleveland Browns have invested in him in three first round picks, obviously $238 million, um, all that, and, you know, and then some, um, is he going to end up missing time or not at this point? You know, I, I would think there's going to be somehow some way he's going to miss a little time. Cause it just, it, it, to keep it going. And I don't think the Browns wanted to keep it going. I think the Browns want to get to July 27th, knowing what is going on. They don't want to walk into training camp 
where the plan is not in place. You know, we talk about these guys all well-educated, you know, a lot of things done on the analytic lens. They don't want to basically go in to training camp and, oh, okay, well, we gave Deshaun Watson 70% of the, the reps. Oh, wait a minute. It's six game. This just, whatever this situation is, it, it needs to be, you know, reach its finality. Um, the league, uh, Sean Watson, it, there just has to come a time now where we know what the punishment is, is there a punishment, isn't, whether there is or there isn't. Um, this just needs to be put to get bed and, you know, for the Browns to just get on to training camp here, trying to have the most successful 2022 season that they possibly can. Um, but, you know, for the good news and, you know, for, you know, as, you know, the two plus months now that we've been discussing this, I mean, we're closer to three months of Deshaun Watson being a Brown and the amount of football that's been discussed about Deshaun Watson um, being the quarterback of this team certainly hasn't been enough, but hopefully again, we are reaching that point here. Um, like I said, we uh, little 4th of July four packs here. We're going to go to Garrett and Garrett's going to give us his four most anticipated Cleveland Browns here for the 2022 season. Third segment, we'll flip it up here. We'll give you my top uh, four Browns that I have my eyes on for this season just coming back here stick around jeff lloyd garrett bush your latest locked on browns betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info find all the latest sports developments including league reviews and news which would have included uh you betting through the nhl stanley cup and of course major league baseball bet online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information including live betting esports and scores and betonline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores podcasts and news this season betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events including mma boxing and golf head to the website today we're using a little device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. Back on the Locked On Browns podcast, G Bush in the building, Jeff Lloyd in the building. At G Bush ninety one is where you can find me uh, on Twitter. At Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd is where you can find Jeff. Make sure you go out there and definitely follow Locked On Browns podcast on Twitter as well. Thanks for everybody out there subscribing. We are at almost twelve hundred. Almost 1,200. We got a goal, man. We trying to kick this thing up, man. We want to get to 2,000, 2,000 subs by the by the start of training camp. So you help us you help us get to our goal. Right now, it's July 1. We got 27 days or 26 days, right? 26, 27 days before the start of training camp. Help us get to that 2,000 uh, goal mark, and, and we're going to continue to kick it up a notch. So we'll just go ahead and, and throw that out there right now. Make sure you hit that notification bell and like and like and like. Share our posts, like the post, um, so our content can get out and, and to other Browns fans who may not know about the Locked on Browns podcast. Uh, coming into the 4th of July, we'll do the four-pack. What, what four guys am I interested in seeing? I'm going to start off with nobody other than Mr. David Bell. This guy came out of Purdue. And uh, he's just really, really endeared himself to to the media. Seems like a guy that's going to come out there. And, and at one point in time, they say he ain't dropped the ball yet in, in camp. He ain't, he hadn't dropped nothing. He had he had to remind him. It was so long between the times he had dropped the ball. He had to tell him, ah, that's not quite true. I dropped one, you know, about about three weeks ago. But you know, I, I you know we do seven on seven. I've been you know we do a lot of receiving drills. You know how many balls I catch really. You know, in practice, it's been a while, but I'm going to be honest. I'm really interested in seeing that guy because, one, I'm interested in seeing if he's filling that hole. One thing that I, I, I look at the, with the Cleveland Browns and, and every good team, 
every good team that wants to have sustained ability. And Jeff, I think, and it just popped in my head. They don't, this is not, they don't, no one really talks about this, right? Everybody talks about the holes that you have, right? And everybody talks about your window. And your window is this and your window is that. And you only got a window for two or three more years with Chubb and all these other guys. But let me tell you about good teams. Good teams keep the window open by drafting and developing players. Yeah, it may look like your window is closing because you got one running back, but you draft another one. And hopefully another guy, young guy, I'm going to talk about later on in this, is going to be one of those guys to replace Chubb or Kareem Hunt. But, but if you draft well and you get guys in the lower round and you turn those guys over and you make those guys be playmakers, you make those guys turn into all pros or even, even superstars, that's where you keep your window open and you can still have your quarterback, keep your marquee positions, but you can retool around them. So David Bell is a guy, they're short at receiver right now. Uh, he can come out there and take over a position. I want to see how he comes out here and reacts. Second guy on the list. And then I'll let you opine a little bit too. Uh, second guy on the list, I got uh, Anthony Schwartz. Uh, I, I want to see some of that speed, man. Have you have you have you learned how how to to vary your routes? Have you learned how to get in and out of your breaks? Have you learned how to get you know get off the line of scrimmage and get off a, a press man coverage? Can you get on top of the receiver? Can you can you sell your routes? We know he's Olympic fast. We know he's super duper fast. But at the end of the day, it don't matter if you can't get open. So I want to see his progression. I want to see what they do. And I also want to see how they, they go about um, shadowing and, and, and putting him in positions to get out in the open and make some plays. I, I want to see what the playbook looks like around him. Last guy, a couple of last dudes, uh, Jerome Ford out of Cincinnati. Really big. I'm a big fan of his. I want to see him get some carries. I want to see him get some touches. Uh, this guy has home run hitting ability. Was at the it was at Alabama before Cincinnati. A guy can really break away, good speed, can catch the ball out of the backfield. I like what he's gonna do. And, and you talk about Kareem Hunt saying, "Hey, I want a new extension." If Jerome Ford is coming out playing his tail off, you know the Browns may be a little apprehensive of giving Kareem Hunt that type of uh, that that type of money, that type of cash. And then one of my two players that I'm looking forward like that that I think are gonna really take a huge step. We talked about this in a previous video. One of the two guys that I talked about was J.O.K. because I think he's going to be a pro bowler this year. And the other guy is Grant Delpit. I, I think Grant Delpit is going to finally be one of those guys where we say we have one of those safeties. For so many years, we saw Ed Reed, Troy Palomala roam back there and knock people out, take the football from us, scoop and score, intercept the ball, fool our quarterbacks. We need we need a, one of those guys back there. And if Grant Delpit can get back to what Grant Delpit was his junior year, I noticed a while ago, his junior year in LSU, I think the Browns are going to be pleasantly surprised at the way he affects the defense. So those are the four guys I'm interested in watching coming up in, in a training camp and preseason. Your thoughts on those four guys? Well, it's actually kind of interesting here where the defensive guy went to wax poetic about the wide receivers. That's normally what I do around here. Um, but with the <laughs> Sometimes it worked that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but with David Bell and Anthony Schwartz, um, I think everybody understands and knows what the Browns have in Amari Cooper. I think where this room is constructed, where it gets kind of, you know, interesting and certainly, you know, a lot of this is going to be a lot of the coverage of Brown's 2022 training camp is where Donovan Peoples-Jones is, 
how ready is David Bell as a rookie? Um, and Anthony Schwartz, you know, and, and I know a lot of people are extremely down on Anthony Schwartz. And it's very strange, though. Anthony Schwartz had a big impact week one at Kansas City, had a pretty solid game late in the year at Green Bay. But as far as the rest of his rookie season, you're basically going to you would you know, if you're grading it, you would call it an incomplete. Um, so the thing is, can you take the highs, the positives that Anthony Schwartz had, um, although they were limited in 2021? Does he find a way to turn that into a more consistent effort here in 2022? Um, because with Anthony and the ability to get vertical speed that cannot be matched, um, he's almost as much as a key. It's not even so much the balls he catches. It's not even the routes that he's targeted. It's that he can do enough that when he is out there, he is viewed by the opposing defense as a legitimate threat. Because if it's 4-3 speed, there's not many guys you can say, well, we're just going to put so-and-so on him, and we'll take care of that. It's going to be a situation where he's going to have to be bumped off the line, and you're going to have to have a safety assigned deep, um, which should make the passing game, whoever the quarterback is, just go that much more easier because you're going to have tight ends open. You're going to have backs open. Um, With his game-breaking speed, there's going to be times you can't put as much pressure and coverage on Amari Cooper as you would like to in key situations. So huge for Anthony Schwartz here. Um, is he going to get, you know, when Deshaun Watson is able to play, it's certainly a matchup. You know, I know everybody loves the Will Fuller to the Browns. I honestly think Anthony Schwartz is kind of what you would think Will Fuller could give Cleveland in that instance. David Bell, you need somebody to move the sticks on third down. You need somebody to do the dirty work on the underneath routes. It appears David Bell is all set to do that. Um, Jerome Ford, it's interesting. You know, the way this Browns running back room is, you know, there are five deep right now. I don't know how all five make the final roster, so we'll see how it plays out. And Jerome Ford with a ridiculous amount of production on a very, very solid Cincinnati team this year. Um, you know, just a guy who, you know, basically is like a vacuum cleaner. If he finds the open yardage, scoops it up, and he's just very similar to Nick Chubb like that. If the yards are there, he's going to get them. He's not going to dance when he doesn't need to dance, any of that nature. He's going to get what's in front of him. And Grant Delpit, second year now, coming back from the Achilles, obviously a lot more confident, um, you know, the third year in the system, which should certainly, certainly, you know, make things very easy for him getting to play with a solid veteran and John Johnson, the third. So film work, things of that nature, you know, these two on the same page, this guy's the limit for a player like Grant Delpit. And here in, you know, year three, technically year two on the field, you really think you're going to see a nice, nice return of investment with a player like Grant Delpit, probably north of 70 tackles, you know, interceptions, turnovers. And, you know, maybe he starts to maybe take the lead in the safety room, uh, you know, from John Johnson the third. you know, as this goes on. I mean, Grant came here with a great, great, uh, you know, rep, great, great DNA as far as the player he was at LSU and an opportunity to blossom here in year three for your Cleveland Browns. We will get to my four here on uh, 4th of July four pack here as we just get you guys ready. Uh, look, everybody, enjoy the weekend here. Be safe. Be smart and have a great time with family and friends here. Uh, you know, keep in mind, we're still somewhat a little bit, you know, restricted. So let's not go all crazy, you know, end up, you know, causing a weird, weird summer where we're all back in the house here. Coming back with more, your latest Lockdown Browns, your hosts, Garrett Bush and Jeff Lloyd. As always, we're going to appreciate everybody who takes the time out here to make Lockdown Browns their first listen day in, day out. Whether it is audio podcast, your favorite app, make sure you follow and subscribe to the show. YouTube, the growth has been tremendous. Uh, could be more appreciative to everybody here. Certainly not satisfied, as we say. We're going to keep it going here. Uh, just as this, you know, looking to take this off here, and it's going to allow for a lot more uh, things to do during the season. You know, we can wrap press conferences, things like that. You know, so just a lot more way for us to push out content, keep you guys involved, and get you guys the best information we possibly can. So that puts me in. 
Okay. Well, Mr. G. Bush is gonna, was going to jump in here. But... Yeah, I, I was I, I was going to, you know, I was just, you know, we a little delay. <laughs> but, but, uh, you know, so we got to, uh, we got to my four. Uh, let's take a look at, look at your four. I'm interested to see if we got some of the same people on the list or, or who you, who you interested in, in taking a look at, man. For me, and this is actually now interesting because Garrett went three offensive players. Suddenly how, somehow I jumped up on the side here of, you know, three defensive players, but I'll go with my first offensive player first here. I think there is a lot of, um, misconstrued thoughts on Jedrick Wills here. Um, Jedrick Wills, even though last year was injured. Um, now, if you take the injury out of the equation and you see some of the things he was did, did Trey Hendrickson against the Cincinnati Bengals, the play was there and it was stepping up. What you saw certainly was that he was limited. High ankle sprain in week one from going off on the stretcher, which for most of us thought, oh man, here's six to eight weeks if it isn't even a season. It's not often where a guy goes off the field on a stretcher and shows up the next week and starts. Um, that was a case for Jedrick Wills. Obviously, it was something he embattled the entire season. Um, I think there's also something within that offensive line room. When you look at a guy like J.C. Treader day in, day out for as long as they did, they're like, well, you know, if it ain't broken, get enough tape on there, man. I got a job to do. Um, so I think with Jedrick Wills, and I think here in year three, obviously hoping for, you know, supreme health for Jedrick Wills and the opportunity for the Browns to see and, you know, I, I'm not going to say he wasn't worth the selection at 10 overall at the time. It was a great left tackle class. The Browns obviously needed a left tackle. But I think the best of Jedrick Wills is here to come in the uh, 2022 season. We're going to flip it up over here. here. Now we're going to go defensive side of the ball here. I think Greg Newsom, um, you know, one year now in, has the understanding of the NFL game. Uh, better understanding of his body, where his body needs to be to compete at a high level within the NFL getting to work day in, day out with an absolute solid, you know, top 10 cornerback in Denzel Ward, be able to pick his brain about receivers he hasn't seen yet. Um, I always equate Greg. It just seems like Greg was a really good athlete. Uh, we know he's a big basketball fan, but knows how to use his body to get in between ball and would-be receiver. Um, you certainly, you know, want to see uh, just continued development. I go back to the Cincinnati game on the road last year, um, and there were times where Greg Newsom was making plays at the line of scrimmage, 10 yards from the line of scrimmage, making plays 40 yards down the field. That game was the absolute full package of the type of player Greg Newsom can be. And to think that you can get a player that looks to be going to be the type of player he is when you already have Denzel Ward at the cornerback position, it just it makes life extremely, extremely easier for everybody else on the field. Um, I'm really looking forward to Alex Wright, the third round defensive end out of UAB. Um, we've said many times, Isaiah Thomas drafted a little later out of Oklahoma, may have a more defined role early on. Isaiah Thomas, a very good X and O player, a very good playbook player. He's going to do his assignments as far as you know, run game, run support, setting the edge, those type of things. But with Alex Wright, you have this ball of clay and built in the mold of Jadavian Clowney, built in the mold of Miles Garrett, big, long quick and with the advantage the Browns had is played on the inside played on the outside um so if his development comes pretty quickly you can go to these NASCAR routes and you can put Jadavid on the inside or you can put Miles on the inside or you can put Alex Wright on the inside you know look the team's got two, two solid tackles but maybe their guards eh, mid to average type of players you take that advantage and say well you know we have three edges so guess what now I'm going to go to attack the weakness which is maybe your center, which is maybe your guard with an elite level athlete. Alex Wright, total package. It's just going to take some coaching up. Um, if he were able to come along quicker and possibly, you know, 
be a decent factor here in 2022. This Browns defense, which we all have extremely high hopes for, it's just going to be off the charts. My last one, um, I've been a big Jacob Phillips guy. This was a draft selection for the Browns. I literally called about four months before the Browns selected Jacob Phillips. Um, you watched him play at LSU with Patrick Queen, and everybody wanted to talk about Patrick Queen, Patrick Queen, Patrick Queen, Patrick Queen. All the time I watched LSU, the only person I saw making the plays was actually Jacob Phillips. Jacob Phillips statistically blew Patrick Queen away. Um, Queen had a nice little run that led to him, you know, ended up being drafted in the first round. I still believe, you know, even though it's been tough here for Jacob Phillips through two years, a lot of missed time. When Jacob Phillips is out there. He is a force. He's a legit force. Yes, Anthony Walker is still here. Anthony Walker is going to play a ton. But I think that's partly due to the fact that the only question they have on Jacob Phillips is health. Um, this would, for Jacob, very similar to Jedrick Wills. If he can stay healthy, he can get out there. There's been times in his career we've just seen him be, you know, an absolute monster. Granted, it is in a small sample size. But Jacob Phillips is a player. And I think every one of these guys, like Jacob, like Grant Delpit, they're in this position where they see how good this defense is around them, knowing their own capabilities. And now it's to the point where I just got to do my job. I ain't got to worry about anything else. I ain't got to worry about if this guy misses assignment because he's solid. He's not going to miss assignment. I don't worry. There's nothing. I just got to do what they're asking me to do and do to the best of my abilities. And you got solid players who should be able to pull this off. So that is my four. I'm extremely, extremely excited. Um, and it, it certainly, and I've talked about this a little bit. It, it's been interesting for me. Always the offensive guy here. But, you know, there's just, if you can, if there's one thing you cannot get me to stop talking about, it's the potential of this Cleveland Browns defense here in 2022. You know what I like? Uh, I, I like the fact that, you know, you talked about Phillips right there. Um, and to me, if you can find another guy that can run with JOK, and I love the fact that the athleticism, it looks like when he when he's on, when he's healthy, he his pursuit angles are good. He's a guy that can cover in some space. He's a guy that's really athletic. And the thing that really jumps out at me is the potential of having those two guys be that athletic out there and continue to work in. I think this is going to be a make or break year for him. Uh, and, and you've been saying for a long time, this is going to be a year that I think he's going to be able to do something. You take a look at Newsom. I love the fact that Newsom's playing inside. I love the fact that he can play inside or outside. And I, I just, I, I just feel like he's a guy, you know, when, when, even when he got beat last year, he, he always seemed to be in phase, always seemed to be by the football, always there. I went back and looked at some of the, the great knockdowns he had two great plays on the football against uh, Jamar chase. Uh, and, and Higgins down in Cincinnati. I mean, two one play in the end zone, another play when, when you have one-on-one with Jamar Chase in the open field. And, and let me mind you, Jamar Chase made everybody look silly in the open field last year. He was stride for stride with him, knocked the football down, was able to, look, to, to jar the ball loose. I love the fact that you have guys that are athletic like that, still being able to do what they can do. And so when you take a look at the Cleveland Browns, I know that people, you know, don't I, I wouldn't I wouldn't pay to put too much stock in uh, people kind of, you know, previewing the Browns and talking about what they are and then what they aren't. Let's be clear. A lot of what you see, a lot of what the noise is around the Browns and people not really giving them the just desserts comes from one or two places. One in 2019, there was a lot of hype. Didn't live up to it. 2021, a lot of hype. Didn't live up to it. Right. And. You got Deshaun Watson. There's a whole lot of smoke around the, uh, uh, the organization with that. People are upset about the guaranteed money. It's the first thing they throw out, and it's just like, man. I, to, to me, 
I, I think it's the dumbest thing that Browns fans could ever do is just sitting here telling me how bad they feel for the Pittsburgh Steelers or the Baltimore Ravens now that they have to pay guaranteed contracts. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Why, why would you care that, that, that Lamar Jackson wants a, a deal and the Ravens can't pay it? Why, what, what, tell me why that's our problem. At the end of the day, these owners are rich, 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 rich. It ain't about no money. The month, the, the checks don't bounce with these guys. So why are we worried about the two thirty? You, you, you do what you can do to to get where you can get. And, and the Browns did what they had to do to get get Deshaun Watson in here. Now you've weathered the storm. You're here. At the end of the day, the Cleveland Browns still have one of the top rosters in the league. And once the Deshaun Watson stuff goes away. You have to play the Cleveland Browns. You can't just say, oh, the allegations. It ain't about allegations no more. You can get your Jerry Springer off now. But when the season comes, you got to tackle somebody. And, and, and last time I checked, me and you ain't tackling nobody, Jeff. So you could, the comments don't really work, right? So uh, I, I'm waiting to, to get to it. I'll wait to get to it. But the Browns, they got, they got some talent on, on the squad. 26 days away from the opening of 2022 Cleveland Browns training camp. Um, and, you know, here, obviously somewhere, you know, next days, week, whatever, we will find out, you know, what exactly the fate is with Deshaun Watson, when the Browns will have their signal caller available for the 2022 season. And that is also going to be another big storyline is, you know, whatever it comes down to, whenever Deshaun Watson comes back is, is all this situation, is it able to be put on a back burner and just go out there and be this guy who in 2020, you know, was the greatest quarterback on what was a terrible, terrible football team. Um, There's no question about Deshaun Watson, the football player. There'll certainly be some sort of questions about how he can transition from moving past this part of his life and getting back to hopefully for the Browns being a top five NFL quarterback that they so desperately want and so desperately need. Um, A bunch of shows here this week. Obviously, we're going to continue. Like I said, you know, we're we're less than four weeks away from the opening of 2022 training camp. Um, For me, it's, you know, I I joke and I say about summer. All right, we'll get to the 4th of July. And then after that, let's go football season. Uh, You know, I want my grilling. I want my little bit of beach time. I want my little bit of pool time. But you want to know what? Once it's past 4th of July, my eyes are already on training camp. Um, And sure, you know, for what should be a crazy, crazy, highly anticipated Brown season here in 2022. Um, And if you're playing the one season up, one season down card for the Browns, this one should hopefully, uh, you know, should be one that looks up here, looks solid. He is Garrett Bush, Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, 11 to 1, Monday through Friday on YouTube. Garrett also, uh, 92.3, the fan, Saturday mornings. Check out the barbershop over there. Um, Garrett's also got some other pieces up on his YouTube page of you know, some topics of you know, things that, that we've been covering here the last few days. Um, Garrett going a little bit deeper here on some of the Deshaun Watson stuff. Make sure you're following. At GBush91, before we close it out here, I'm just seeing here, um, Mac Robinson, part of 923 The Fan. Uh, Mac's been on Lockdown Brown several times. Mac actually, back in the day, was a huge help for me sometimes with some audio stuff like that. Moving on to Minnesota, um, you know, to a bigger, better opportunity for Mac Robinson. Mac's a good dude. And Mac's, wow, a, really, Mac's a really, really good dude. Um, I know the work that this kid has put in, and he was one of those type of guys, whatever, just call me, I'll show up. You know, and a lot of time over at 923 The Fan, 
on air behind the scenes uh seeing a young man like this get his opportunity really really happy so mac all the best go out there and crush it uh only thing is you know you're going from somewhere cold to somewhere even colder by going to minnesota <laughs> so make sure you, you you pack the hoodies you know but again mac robinson uh me personally at jeff underscore lj underscore lloyd show itself at lockdown browns follow back account dms are open as always we appreciate everybody makes lockdown browns their first listen whether it is podcast form your favorite app. Make sure you follow and subscribe to the show. Five-star ratings, written reviews. And, of course, uh, YouTube closing in on 1,200 followers. Garrett just sent the benchmark. I guess we're going to shoot for this year. Let's go. 26 days gives us about 800 subscriptions. 2K by the 26. Let's see if we can pull this off here. Um, as always, you know, it just this show doesn't happen without you. So we appreciate you all being here day in, day out, uh, you know, to listen to the ramblings of myself and certainly the ramblings of Mr. Garrett Bush here. Um, with all this being said, it is 4th of July weekend. Guys, have a fantastic weekend. I'm sorry, guys and gals, fantastic weekend. Friends, family, uh, be safe, be smart. Uh, you know, if you need to, check on the pups. As we get all these amateur fireworks people, so make sure your dogs are safe and you're tucked away so they ain't freaking out too much. All that being said, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.